0: y'all i'm in a good mood today and let me tell you why because i got a new microphone yay <laughs> listen i don't know if you've heard my first episode if this is where you're starting in my podcast <laughs> bless you because <laughs> episode one i whew, lord the sound quality was not the best, but that's because I bought a twenty-dollar microphone and expected it to work well. Like, no, you gotta spend money to put out quality, man. I mean, this microphone that I'm using now isn't that expensive. It was like sixty bucks. Was it like sixty bucks? It was like sixty, like sixty, sixty-five, I think something around there I don't know it was it was between 50 and 70 so I'm gonna just call it 60 (laughs) but this microphone quality is amazing like if there's any white noise like it's very minute and I can just edit it edit it out like I'm excited about this podcast now all over again (laughs) but yeah I hope you guys are doing well I hope you guys are having a great day I hope you guys have taken time away from social media and the quarantine got us stuck in the house and on our phones, but take time away from social media and take care of yourself and, you know, put time into yourself. So to start off my podcast, I like to do a little moment of silence. I'm going to I'm going to stop calling it a moment of silence. We're going to call it a moment of peace to bring in my podcast. We over here at Black Girl Existing like to do a moment of peace. Oh, and I didn't introduce myself. See, I'm all over the place, guys. I'm sorry. Bear with me. This is Black Girl Existing, and I'm Natalie, your host. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Okay, now we're going to bring in our moment of silence. Okay, I'm really, I'm sorry if I'm stuttering a lot and like backtracking on my words. I am just super excited about this new mic. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna start our moment of peace. Okay, we done now. <laughs> but um, to tell you a little bit about Black Girl Existing, I started Black Girl Existing because I recognized that there was a need for sisterhood in our community. Like, a lot of us don't have, well, I know some of the girls that I talk to on Twitter, they either don't have uh, many Black people around them, or they don't, have black women as friends and they don't know how to connect with other black women so i figured this episode we would talk a little bit about that and talk a little bit about what you can do to leave yourself open to those positive friendships and positive relationships and just i guess i should just define what sisterhood means to me sisterhood to me means that there'll be a woman that i can support a woman that can support me and we can share experiences and show mutual respect and equals, equal parts love. And sisterhood to me is grounded in truth and communication and trust and and respect, you know. That respect is a big factor. And that trust is a big factor for me. Because if I don't trust you, I can't communicate with you. I can't be open with you. I, all our conversations are surface level. And after too much of surface level conversations... I don't want to have a conversation anymore, you know, there's only so much things you can talk about at the surface level, so, um, yeah, for me, trust is that big factor, and I mean, respect and communication, they're both on the same level, because I don't believe that you can have good communication and trust without respect, and I don't believe you can have trust and respect without good communication and, you know, vice versa for whatever option that I didn't state just now. <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, those are my requirements. Everybody's requirements for a friendship is different. Like, I'm not someone who wants to talk to people every day, 24-7, just be glued to my phone talking to people all the time. But, you know, when I do check in on my friends, they're quality conversations. It's how are you? I'm here to support you if you need me. Like, just reach out if you need anything. You know, I'm here for you, especially if I haven't talked to you for a while like my best friend for example she we have been friends since seventh grade I'm now a junior in college and you know we she's she's very smart and she does a lot of studying because she's a she she's doing pre-med right now and she's studying to go to med school you know so anybody who has done pre-med or has done any kind of scientific field because even the nursing students at my college are stressed and depressed all school year long. So, I mean, you know, I understand that she gets busy and she understands that I'm busy because, you know, I'm trying to start a few businesses right now. And, um, you know, we both have that mutual understanding that, you know, we may be bo- both busy right now, but if you ever need me, just reach out and I'll be here for you. And I think that's important. You know, I think it's important to have people that you can be like, I'm going through a crisis right now let me call my best friend or let me call one of my sisters. Like, you know, I don't, I didn't grow up with sisters. I grew up with all boys. Um, I grew up around my cousins. I grew up, I grew up around my dad and his friends. And, you know, the only prominent female figure in my life was my mother. And she was hard. She was working a lot when I was growing up. So, you know, my, I spent most of the time with my dad and I spend most of the time with my brothers and my cousins. So as I'm going growing older, I'm seeking out re- more and more relationships with women. And I want to have close friendships with, with the women in my life. So, you know, me and my mom have gotten closer. Me and my aunties have gotten closer. The women in my life currently, we're all closer, even you know now at this time because you know we just need to support each other as women as black women specifically but yeah like there's this notion that women don't know how to be friends and don't know how to be friendly and I think that's complete bullshit honestly if I'm talking I think that yeah there are women who are catty but I feel like it stems from lack of communication and also a little bit of insecurity I think if you feel like you have to be the only black girl in the room That can stem from a little bit of insecurity because I think if you are rooted in yourself, you don't need to be um, scared that someone else is going to come and take all the attention away from you. I'd take it further and say that you if you're rooted in yourself, you could share that space with somebody else and not think that your space will be taken from you. You know, your friends won't be taken from you. Your your attention won't be taken from, from you as long as you're being a genuine person. So I think that in my case, creating spaces for women to welcome each other, be friendly with each other, interact with each other, and just just have positive relationships with each other is important. And I mean, to open yourself up to positive relationships, that's something you have to be really conscious about because I'm someone, and I actually had a friend tell me about this. I, I'm going to tell you guys how she told me. She said... When I first met you or before I met you, I would see you hanging around with our mutual friends and you would be smiling with them and um, being friendly with them and all of this stuff. And then as soon as you would separate from them, it would be straight face, like, don't talk to me, headphones in. like. And, you know, when she said that, I was like, yeah, that is completely and totally me because, I mean, I go to a PWI, so... As much as they love to, yay, I'm diverse and we accept Black people, PWIs are very draining places to go to. I have a very small group of friends that I check in on, stay in contact with, will sit with to eat or whatever. But everybody else, I tend to stay to myself because... Y'all, I had a teacher that literally said like we talk too much about race and we were in the middle of Black History Month and the school had no Black History Month anything put up like nothing for Black History Month. So that's my experience at a PWI. Literally, the Black Student Union did everything for Black for um Black History Month. And that teacher I actually spoke to him and you know I let him I told him about himself and he ended up he ended up uh, making the class do a project for Black History Month making posters and stuff like that so listen going to a PWI is exhausting so I I, the friends that I have I'm good with and everybody else (laughs) they just I don't know man you just gotta get in through a mutual I guess (laughs) but you know I'm conscious of the fact that you know, when I don't want to talk to people, I look like I don't want to talk to people. So I feel like a lot of us aren't conscious of the fact that we look like we don't want to talk to people. And that's why nobody's approaching you, because you don't look like someone who who wants to be talked to. Even at my job, it's there's like three black girls at my job, and, you know, I think I talked to two of them. Yeah, I talked to like two of them, and, you know, I just, when one of my one of the black girls reach out i'm like hey like i'm friendly i'm open to conversation and we talk you know i mean not every day i want to have a full on conversation with every black person i meet or every black girl i meet but i'm always going to have that friendly presence at least at the very least i'm always going to give um that woman a friendly presence to you know i i've been here for a while so I'm welcoming you into this space because I know I've been in spaces where I've seen another black girl and I was excited. And then she gave me the cold shoulder, you know, and I feel like that experience is very um, it's not unique. That experience is not unique at all. And which is sad because I feel like if we even if we all just even if we didn't all want to be friends. Even if we all just decided, listen, I'm if I see a black girl and we the only black girls in this space, the very least I'm going to do is respect you. I'm going to respect you and I'm, I'm going to make you feel like you got somebody in your corner. At the very least, if, it, if it's a smile in the morning, first thing in the morning, and we don't say anything for, to each other for the rest of the day, I'm OK with that. But I feel like there needs to be some type of code amongst black women where we're like, yeah, I see you and I acknowledge you and I'm here because I, I just feel like your sisters are not a threat to you and I mean there are some black women who are like I am not like the rest of you you are not my sister we are not related I do not know you I do not owe you anything and I mean maybe you don't but you know I feel like a level of you don't have to be alone in this workplace like I get you I understand you because you know at first the other black girls yeah we did smile at each other but we didn't really have conversation it wasn't until I had one of those customers that really like tries tries you and you know we do that little eye contact thing where we're like yo I get it I understand you don't pop off on her but like I, I get you I understand you and even that it's just that little moment of solidarity, that little moment of I see you and I hear you and I know what you're going through. Other Black women deserve that. I was in a I was in a Zoom call like last week or two or two weeks ago, and um, a woman was speaking on how every time she sees a Black woman and that Black woman is looking good, she says it like, "Hey girl, you look good today. You look great. You look amazing." And she said a lot of women in her area were not used to that. And they would look at me, look at her weird. And and because they they weren't used to other black women being like, you look great and I hope you're doing good. God bless you. Or just blessings or whatever, you know. And I feel like we all need that because the world hates us enough. The world hates us enough. At some point we do have to love each other enough so that the world's hate can't can't hurt us, can't break us, can't bend our spirits at all, you know? So that's what sisterhood means to me. It's 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 knowing that even if we don't have conversation, you know what I'm going through. I know what you're going through and you know, I get you and I see you and I respect you, you know? And you know, respect is earned. Respect is definitely earned, but also just respecting that you guys have shared, shared experiences, you know, but, um, as far as communication goes, the whole catty aspect of everything is, you know, I have a problem with you and I didn't tell you, and I assume that you knew what you did was wrong, but maybe you didn't, and maybe you have no clue. Maybe you have no clue what you did, and I'm sitting here and I'm mad at you. I'm angry with you because you didn't sit back and say, yeah, like, I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry for what I said. But how can I fault you for, for not knowing if I didn't say anything? How are you supposed to know if I don't say anything to you? Answer me that one. Because I think that's that's a big problem amongst us women. We don't say like, yo, you did me wrong. Like, because everybody's boundaries are different and you would think that certain things are common sense but they're not certain things that you were taught other people were not taught and you you got to stop assuming that you know what that girl did she think she she did it with with evil intentions or malicious intentions maybe she just didn't she didn't think about it maybe she said that statement and you know it didn't really mean anything to her cuz she was used to hearing it so she thought it was okay to say it to you cuz she wasn't taught that boundary you got to you guys got to keep that in your mind like not everybody thinks like you i actually saw that on twitter as a quote like not everybody thinks like you so i think that's something that we definitely all have to keep in mind not everybody thinks like you do and just also like when it comes to maintaining friendships and relationships you have to be able to also reach out I think that's another problem that was um happening a lot in friendships like whenever people would come to me like yeah I don't really like talking to her anymore because xyz it was usually because you know the friendship seemed one-sided I'm always reaching out first and maybe that's common sense too but not to a lot of some people don't even realize when they're doing some things and that's the most frustrating part like you don't even realize that you pissed me off so I'm just sitting here pissed off and you don't even realize (laughs) it's like what do you how do you navigate that conversation You, you you just have to do it you know you have to be like listen I know you probably didn't think anything of it when you did it but that bothered me. What you said bothered me. What you did bothered me. You know, or or not even it bothered me. I'm the only one that reaches out when we talk. Why is that? Do you forget about me? Do you forget we have a friendship? If I stopped talking, would you, talking to you, would you even notice? And I mean, keep it real with your friends. If you're the type of person that just doesn't like to text, say that. But if you're the type of person who sees a text message and ignores it, like, just tell people you don't have the time I mean just tell people you that you don't have the time because I mean you that respect thing comes into play again because if I'm checking on you and you see me checking in on you and this is this this say that everything's fine with us everything's fine with you everything's fine with me we're all in good health and I reach out to you And I'm texting you and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? I hope everything's well. I would think that you would respond to that when you see it or at least later in the day or whenever you're available. But if you see that message and you don't say anything and then I'm I'm always the one reaching out to you. How do you think that you think that's fair? Y'all think that's fair? Tell me if you think that that is fair it's not, you know, you have to reach out to your friend the same way that they're reaching out to you, you have to communicate that, listen, I'm the only one reaching out, and I don't want to feel like this relationship is one-sided, so if you don't, you know, if you don't reach out as well, like, the friendship is going to suffer, and that's a conversation that needs to be had, and also, you know, some friends have, um in the same way people have different love languages in their romantic relationships I think you have um different friendship love languages too like say your your love language is quality time and you love spending time with your friends I'm someone who doesn't like going to clubs doesn't like being in crowds I'm not a mall person unless I actually have to buy something um you know, I like very intimate settings and I like nighttime hangouts, but I don't like clubs. I don't like clubs. I'm not a party person. I'm really like, <laughs> I'm really just like an old lady, y'all. And so if you like quality time and you want to spend time with me, a club wouldn't be the correct place to invite me. Because I would say no most of the time. I mean, you might catch me on a good day and I'll say yes and we'll go out. We'll have a great time because I'm not a downer. If I'm out, I'm out to have a good time. But most of the time I don't want to be out. So it's like finding that balance of this is what I like and this is what you like and we should come together. What's the compromise for a, a friendship where one person likes to hang out all the time? And the other person doesn't like leaving her house. It's having sleepovers. (laughs) It's inviting your friend to your house and being like, let's, let's make, let's, let's do some baking. Let's do a paint and sip night with just the two of us. Let's binge on some Netflix. Let's read a book together. I don't know. (laughs) Let's, let's learn something together. Let's go to a, a cooking class. I would go to a cooking class. That sounds great, (laughs) you know, and you just you just have to find the common ground in between you and that friend find mutual hobbies, find mutual hobbies. If you guys both have a hobby that you love and you do it together, that friendship is going to stay solid because every time you're like, yo, I want to hang out you know, you guys have that mutual place of hanging out, you know, you guys can, if you guys have no like specific hobbies in common, you guys can explore hobbies together. If you've never been to um, a vineyard and done wine tasting and you guys go out and you try that and you absolutely love doing that experience, guess what? You have a monthly date to go wine tasting and it's simple. You know, I don't think that friendships have you guys have to be on top of each other, especially not in adulthood, because adults are busy. Like we're busy. We're working. We some of us have kids. Some of us, you know, are taking care of our our parents, you know, so you just got to find that mutual that mutual place where you guys can nourish your friendship make sure you guys can reconnect effectively and be happy within the friendship that you build that's how you maintain it you know you reach out you communicate you spend time together explore hobbies together and then on the flip side of that say the friendship isn't meant to work out you got to be able to let that friendship go because I cannot tell you how many times you know some friendships don't work out just like some relationships don't work out sometimes it's not through any fault of you of each other sometimes we're just two different types of people we have we like two different types of things and you know we're better off apart and that's okay it's okay you're not gonna be best friends and cozy up to everybody some people just think different some people have different views on life and you aren't gonna agree on a lot of things that doesn't mean they're a bad person that just means you have different views in those kind of relationships you have to go gracefully you know if you do have that conversation where um both of you get closer in the friendship instead of You know, your differences make you guys angry and mad at each other. Just let the friendship go gracefully. You know, have that conversation where you're like, you know, I think you're a great person and I think you're a very smart woman. I think we just have very different views and, you know, we just have to go separate ways. You know, cut our losses. But be respectful. You don't have to be the type of person that's like yeah you did this da, 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 da. you always say blah blah, blah 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 no you let the friendship go gracefully forgive that person and move on and I mean if you guys if it's the type of thing where you guys um are just in two different headspaces, like you have grown out of the friendship and that person needs to grow on their own before being friends with you, you know, you can say that too. Like, listen, I know we're, we're in two different places right now, but you know, when it's time, maybe we'll become friends again and maybe we'll be close again. And sometimes you don't talk to people for years and years and you just, you end up talking again and you're like, wow, like I I can't believe you haven't talked in so long. And we should do this again sometime. Be welcoming to those friends that come back. Because, you know, like I said, if you leave a friendship gracefully, there should be um, room for each person to grow. And if you can be friends again, I don't see why not. I don't see why you shouldn't. So that's my message for you guys today. Just be open to friendships. Be kind to the women around you. Be um, receptive. Communicate. Respect the women that you are friends with. And only make friends with people you can trust. Only be friends with people you can trust. I don't, don't leave that part out. If you can't trust that person, you can't be, I don't know how you can sustain a good friendship with that person if you can't trust them. So my word to you guys today is just be kind to other black women in your life. That's it. Even if it's small, you're showing it in small ways. Be kind to other black women in your life. So that's the end of this episode. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm Black Girl Existing on Instagram and I'm BLK Girl Existing on Twitter. And you can also find me on Facebook. Um, The Black Girl Existing group chat should be up and running um, by the time you guys receive this episode or at least by the time I start promoting it. So yeah, connect with me um give me your opinions about sisterhood what do you think sisterhood means to you and if you have any topics that you would like me to discuss or i'll add me on twitter or you can i'll create a section on my facebook group chat where you guys can just drop um suggestions of things you want me to talk about so that's all i have for you guys Connect with me, connect with each other, and, you know, help me build a strong sisterhood so that the younger generations have something already there, already in place for them. Later, girlies!